our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Hey, this episode is brought to you by our patrons like David Booth, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get a new patron-only podcast called Stories That Could Never Be On The Show. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hola, everybody. May the force be with you. for listening to these idiots. This is Mateo Alejandro Disher, and this is That Story Show. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Hey, who's hey, cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into this tweet. I, <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, where we're telling hilarious real-life stories and inviting you to do the same. This is episode 343, brought to you the week of of the June 14th, I'm sorry, 11th, 2020. I'm your host, my name is James Kinnison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John, and I love you, man. Oh, oh even I though I messed man. up the intro, huh? You, you, you're still cool, huh? Just, well, speaking of the intro, that that kid called us idiots. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I got to hear it three times, and I'm pretty sure he called us idiots. I, I also think he's doing an <laughs> accent. I don't think that's really his his thing. I, I put I it know. in there. I think it is. It sounded so legit, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I was thinking, hey, we get some culture here on the show. That would be great. But then I'm like, wait, he, it might just be some some white kid fronting. Like he's well, Latino, you know, and that would be believable. Yeah, it's believable. He, so uh, he got it past me. So yeah, anyway. I, I think I I think is the way he said idiots. Yeah, uh, that 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 sealed it for me. Well, yeah, that's true. That's and he true. can speak really fast, which is you know kind of you know, well, not a typical. Just to be clear, John, we all love you too. We we love you. I love oh, you too. I, I had to say we first. All right. Yeah, um, it's less awkward that way. <laughs> it's less awkward until you mention it, and then it's even more. Um, we do have an opening story. This is Toilet Moth 2 by Tallulah. Hi, James and John. I have a quick story for you that happened recently. Also, I'm a middle schooler, so first I will tell it normally, and then in middle, middle school format. It ties hmm. into a story that you, James, told last year about a toilet moth. Yeah, that's, that's been a while ago. So I had a toilet moth of my own. It was giant, probably about the width of your hand with its wings spread. It was flying all over the place in the bathroom when suddenly it dove into the toilet. 
I thought it had drowned, so I went to flush it down, and then its wings started flapping, and it shot up out of the water right at my face, and it scared <laughs> me so bad, I fell back and hit my head on the door behind me. Hmm. So now, I will tell you the middle school version. Okay, so there was like a moth in the bathroom, and it was laying all over the place, and flying all over the place, and it went in the toilet, and uh, I thought it drowned, but it didn't, and like it flew out at my face, and it scared me really bad, and I hit my head like a, on a door, and it like hurt a lot, and I thought it was dead, but it wasn't. So, lols. Anyway, love your show, and keep me you keep me entertained in the quarantine, Tallulah. So there you That's go. That's great. Moths are gross. They're, what they're, moths? Apparently, they're a thing. They are. Uh, they're they're dusty butterflies. They're gross. Yeah, that's oh. true. Some people really like them. They uh, got weird faces. Have you ever looked at a moth's face? Not or its head or whatever it has on it. Not exactly. But there, there's a guy I watch on YouTube called Odd Ones Out, and he has a story about a moth that's really hilarious. And hmm. and and so I want to share it. It's it's basically him and his twin sister found a moth. And they put it in a jar with some sticks and twigs and they took it. Uh, they wanted to keep it, but mom said, take it to school so it could be a class pet. And then they got to school and the teacher's like, holy crap, what do I do with this, this, uh, this moth? They called it Harry, Harry the moth. And uh, yeah. so at, at, the teacher uh, pretty much convinced the kids that the best thing for the moth would be to set it free. And so at, at lunchtime, they go out to the playground and they make this big deal out of opening the jar and trying to rush the little moth out. And the moth flutters away. And at that moment, everybody in the class realized why moths only come out at night because a bird come out of a tree and snatched the moth right out of the air and ate it right in front of all the, <laughs> nice. the kindergartners. Oh, no. <laughs> so no. the bird's like, wow, I've never eaten one of these before. This is mm, great. This tastes good. <laughs> I usually only get them for midnight snack. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Moths, man. Moths. They're, they're, I'm, I mean, God created them for a purpose, right? Yes. Either that or the devil's the one responsible for bringing them. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think so. I think everything that's created was pretty much the big G. And uh, even dusty, dusty butterflies. So um, you don't think the curse might have had something to do with them being dusty? I don't. I don't, I don't think. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. Think, Why mosquitoes then? Um, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe who knows? Maybe mosquitoes only attacked animals back then. You know, I don't know. Mm. I, I just, jumping. I just don't like to attribute create the power of creation to anyone other than God. So, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe things are different, but I, maybe they're not. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, all I know is it's time for us to do a weekly rewind. Let's do it. All right. So last week, as many of you know, um, I was on vacation, actually week before last, I was on vacation and I talked about my son going missing as if that was a great weekly update. And, and I've totally <laughs> forgot about the really, really good weekly update that happened. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because when we were there, we visited family 
And I didn't realize that that's the main reason we were going. I thought we were going to relax near the beach. <laughs> but my wife told her family <laughs> that we were going to be within driving distance. And so every single day that we were there, there was some sort of family that came by. And I love Aww. her family. And so it wasn't a big deal. But yeah. it just I thought we'd have about two or three days and then maybe a dinner with some family, you know, at the oh, end of the yeah. thing. So, you know, her, her mom came down, her, her dad came down, her brothers came down, her sister came down, stayed the night. And, you know, there, there was a lot of people. And that, and that actually, like I said, is fine. The, the problem was that the last couple of nights of vacation were spent visiting my family. And ah. I love visiting David. He, he, he's a great brother. We have a lot of fun. We're a lot alike. We like to joke around. He, he gets to show me all his woodworking projects. And his wife's really awesome. And they cooked us authentic Guatemalan tacos. And I don't even oh, like man. tacos. And it was so good and all that kind of stuff. But um, the, the, the part that I really am kind of drilling down to here is that I got to visit my mom. And if you have been listening to the show for any length of time, you know, my mom's a character, quite a character. And, um, you know, she was on the roof when my sister electrocuted herself, uh, 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 during <laughs> when we were trying to tar the roof. Uh, she's, she was the one that wasn't watching us when we spun my brothers up in the torture chamber barrel. Um, you know, she's, she's been there our whole lives. Yeah. And, uh, so she came by the hotel room and talked to us for a couple hours and that was fine, and it was great. But what really made it made it a weekly update is, um, I I I don't know. She she couldn't find the hotel, and so we go out and we walk the streets looking for <sighs> her. And I'm like, Mom, just put it in your GPS. I don't know how to read that thing. I don't know how to read that thing. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, especially when you don't plug it in and use it. Of course, you don't know how to read it. Mom, to, where, where are you, you right now? Uh, I'm I'm at Burger King. I'm like, all right, you need to be behind Cracker Barrel because I'm looking at the back of a Cracker Barrel. I I'm I'm at Burger King. I said, well, you need to be at the back of Cracker Barrel. I'm I'm still at Burger King. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> you need to be at the back. Okay, okay. I see. I see. Uh, Cracker Barrel. And I'm like, okay, great, great. So finally she does make it to the hotel. She pulls in and parks and she gets out of the car and my kids are already running to give her a hug, but then she smiles and something incredible comes to my brain and my eyeballs and everything all at one time. And it hit my kids right at the right time too, because when they went to hug, they kind of kind of pulled back as if they were repulsed by something because when my mother smiled she had no teeth oh, no teeth all the way across the top except for one just one just one little what? tooth snaggling out there and her and her and it, it, it just scared me it scared my sister my my daughter it scared my son <laughs> because <laughs> they came in all all eager to give her a big hug but then when she smiled they kind of re like i said they kind of drew back a little bit and she goes that's not a grandma hug come here and she got got him and held him close <laughs> and just grinning from ear to ear well she had just been to the dentist <laughs> oh yeah and i didn't know this but she 
she hasn't had front teeth her entire since she was 19 years old. She was in a car accident, knocked out all what? of her front teeth, and she's had a bridge the entire time. I've I've, ne- I've never known. All my sisters never knew. knew it. My wife knew. I never knew. I, I'm the <laughs> oldest kid. You think I, didn't I know. would know? Yeah. So what happened is the teeth that were holding the bridge in fell out. And so now she's only got a couple and she's getting this dental work done and it's not coming back for three weeks. But nobody um. told us. David could have told us. <laughs> he could have warned us. Matter of fact, next time I saw him, don't you know, I got all over him. And I'm like, dude, you could have warned us. Oh. Yeah, he's supposed to smile back at mom when she's she, not smiling at me. She looked like a pirate. I mean, come on. <laughs> a homeless oh pirate. Goodness. But anyway, oh, she, my mom's got no teeth, y'all. And, uh, Does she have a patch over her eye, too? <laughs> she, she did not, but uh, I got used to it after a minute or two, but it, yeah. it took a while. Because every time I've seen her, she has aged you know because i only see her maybe once every two or three years and right. and 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 she's getting older she's she's over 70 she's close to 75 and wow. um and yeah and so she's up there but i i never knew the thing about the teeth and somebody could have told us and warned us and let us know gave us a I little bit of, of a word up you know just to let us know that that to be prepared so that we could uh, you know, not get the shock of a lifetime but no no, mm. we got the full impact of uh just had the lone survivor hanging out there that, that one right that one tooth i don't know man if she had a bit somebody she she could pierce oh. down to the artery <laughs> <laughs> she could <laughs> she could sink that thing in it just wanted blood i could, <laughs> I could see it anyway it's like how baby turtles are born with one tooth and they break out of their shell with it <laughs> or something i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah so anyway, that, that that was we had a good visit. It was a good visit, you know. Just just my mom, you know. Just hey James, how you doing? I'm so glad to be here. And except you know, it was there's a lot of talking like this as well. Because <laughs> there there's no this and that, right? And, sit and right. sat, yeah, and shower, yeah. It was it was like that a little bit. This so. and that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so anyway there we go you her. know I, yeah exactly she i'm not trying to make fun of her it was just a shock of not knowing and oh my not goodness. knowing your whole life well that too yeah but i mean since she was 19 that was well before you were born but even the teeth that were holding those in were gone you know so mm. Uh, she's having to go for a plate or something like that. I don't know what they called it, but, uh, an implant. I don't know. I don't know what she's getting, but she's getting it in three Mm. weeks. And so that means it's about a week from now. So she's still wandering around out there with no teeth, but oh man, hats off to people with no teeth. No, no offense to you. But anyway, what do you got? (laughs) Well, I don't have anything that shocking or exciting, I'm kind of glad, actually. (laughs) Yeah, James came up to me the other day, and he doesn't have any teeth. I don't got no teeth, boy. I didn't know. And uh, my other son came up, and no, I, you know, I mentioned a few weeks. I don't know if it was last week or a few weeks ago that that uh, that I'm now that I'm out in the country, uh, I'm I'm finding myself more and more reverting to that country lifestyle. Oh yeah, and um. 
some some would say maybe I'm turning into a redneck. I don't know. Um, I, I'm I don't know. I I don't think so. But you know whatever. But this this may be the nail in the coffin because um because uh, let me tell you what happened. So I've been re re uh, re re. re <laughs> I've been trying to learn how to say words for a long time. <laughs> um, renovating. That's ah, the word I'm looking for. Okay. Renovating my bathroom. So we have in, in this house we moved into, we have one bathroom. I think I've mentioned that before too. Yeah. And um, it's, it's not bad. You know, with the five of us in the house, we're, we're, we're doing good. You know, we, we haven't run into any accidents. Oh, good. Uh, and, and then when somebody really has to go, you know, take a leak, Fortunately, four of us are boys, and we can go outside. And ah. since we've got plenty of outdoors, it's 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 we can do that. Um, but anyways, uh, Amy, my wife, she uh, she wanted a new toilet in the bathroom, which is fine. It's great, you know. I, I I'm all for it. So um, the people who owned the house before us, they had done some some remodeling work in there, and they the the toilet that was in there was actually pretty new, but. Uh, Amy wanted something different that, you know, doesn't, it's easy to clean and all that stuff and mm-hmm. fancy and whatnot. So we got a new toilet and, and I put it in and I'm, you know, pretty excited about that. I had to replace a bunch of the subfloor because, you know, termites and stuff. Right. Uh, but got it all replaced. But I had this, this new toilet and then I had a brand new toilet. So I, I took the new toilet out and I put it in the yard <laughs> up front and, um, you know, and then while I was putting the new one in and then, and then I forgot for a couple of days that I had actually put the toilet in the front yard. So for a couple of days, when people would drive by my house, they would see a shiny, bright white toilet in the front yard. Yeah. Like that, it belonged there. The, the, the housing committee wouldn't have let you get by with that at the old house, would they? No, no. Yeah. The homeowners association yes, would have had a fit. Yes, yes. And I probably would have gotten fined, but <laughs> Out here where I live now, it's A-OK. In fact, it's it's it might even be a rite of passage. Uh, yeah. I mean, look at how fancy um, they think they are. They got an outside toilet. I told you we should have got one of those. <laughs> well, I, I wish I could say that it's not in my yard anymore. <laughs> it's not in the front yard, but it's still in the side yard. Uh, and um, Put it out by the street. That's the international redneck sign for please take this it is free mm. somebody might need it actually i was thinking about putting some plants in it and uh oh. making a nice flower pot arrangement uh you know no pun intended um but uh my my youngest james he um you know he's an opportunist mm. and uh and because there was a toilet outside in the front yard he <laughs> felt the need that <laughs> He felt the right to go ahead and use it like oh a toy. Oh gosh! So, <laughs> when I go out there to move, when I went out there to move it, I noticed there's there's pee in it. Uh. <laughs> it's not like I didn't tell him he couldn't, but uh, in fact, on the contrary, I may have actually told him he could. Um, so that was quite interesting. That's but hey, gross! It's gross boy yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry. That is toilet humor, literally, and uh, apparently, I am. Um, I'm moving up uh, in the world as 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 a. I don't even know what I would call myself. Uh, white trash. Okay, <laughs> maybe that maybe that's it. 
<laughs> I think you're skipping over redneck and going straight, straight to white trash. <laughs> I don't have any cars up on blocks in my yard yet, and I don't have any hound dogs. You so, keep uh, saying yet, and that that's what's making me say <laughs> that you're skipping right over redneck. You're, you're just jumping out. right over. Just going to need an open sewer, you know, open uh, uh, sewage treatment right there in the front yard we'll get that installed hmm. it'll everything will be great yeah make you, a nice water effect out of yeah, it right there septic tank right there mm-hmm. overflowing you'll you'll be all right it'll be great double up with some fertilizer that's what it'll do oh my goodness oh my goodness well we have uh some listener listener email that Ooh. i would like to read and and it comes to us from uh, let me try to butcher this name Cyan <laughs> Porter. All right. I'm going to, it could be Cyan Porter, but I think it's Cyan Porter. C I A N. Hey, James and John, just saying thank you for all that you have done. You might not think you do much at all, but you and John have a gift. Keep Aww. making people happy. A random listener, Cyan Porter, who may hate me now that I've said his name wrong. But it might be Cyan, like Ian with a C. Yeah, C-N. that's true. It could be mm-hmm. Mr. Porter. Thank you so much for your or, or miss input. Could be oh! It could be. A, a, I don't know. I've never met anybody with that name, so I'm thank, thankful, Porter friend. We accept you, whoever you are, and yes. whatever side of the of the world you come from, and whatever team you're batting for. We thank you. Uh, from yes. the bottom of our hearts. We also have some iTunes reviews, and and it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. They are positive. It's it's hilarious. We got ten reviews in one week. It's like everybody wow. listened to last week's episode and said, "Oh, let me go help those poor boys. Let me go give them something positive to to read." So, oh shucks. Uh, one of them. I, I just want to say thanks for ten reviews, by the way. But uh, yeah. Mike Oxmall from Australia left a review. Unibikler said, "Let's give him some bad reviews, folks. Like how he cusses every time he talks about his dogs." And I don't. <laughs> I don't don't think I cuss. (laughs) I think if there was a time for me to cuss, it would be about the dogs. And, and, uh, and, and I do have to admit that the, the kids say the one time they ever heard me say a swear word was, (laughs) was at the dog. So, (laughs) so I, but I do not swear every time I talk about the dogs, you know, unless you consider freaking or, or stupid, um, you know, a bad word, but you never know. Or idiots. Yeah. Idiots, (laughs) you know, or anybody that I hate. So anyway, Alexa Carroll says, I love this. I was listening to the most recent episode and I am so sorry that you guys get so much hate. You are amazing. Don't stop. And we won't. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Snow and low says, awesome. Hi, James and John. My name is Tebow. I'm a dude. And I've been listening for about four years, and you guys are awesome. And anybody who doesn't like this podcast is a regular fucking la 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 butthead. So, (laughs) is that how that's pronounced? That's exactly how all those amber stands and at symbols and dollar signs are pronounced. So, uh, butthead. (laughs) I like it. A lot, a lot of a girl. Uh, 66 says, I love you guys. You guys are so hilarious and awesome. Your humor is fabulous and makes me laugh till my sides hurt. I am in middle Aww. school 
and I love middle school stories. So thank you so much for everything you do. <laughs> and I'm sorry about all, all the bad reviews in the episode called bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That's very sweet. I call a girl. I will tell you, can I admit something that that I was in a bad mood after that episode? Like it affected me a little bit. Like, like, even though I went into it knowing this is the minority, this is, you know, there's maybe 10 that that were negative out of 900 plus that were positive. It's still after it was over. I was like, "Ah, maybe they're right, you know, Uh. but so it was very helpful to get these reviews. But anyway, Gabby gal, 99 smart carrot, 314 and Steve, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. (laughs) Um, thank you so much for all of your reviews. Keep them coming. We love them, and uh, we like yeah. reading them on the show. So, anyway. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality. For your most precious gift, Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, it's now time for us to get into a featured story. Let me tell y'all a story. Let me tell y'all a story. The name of this story is called Jay Broke His Arm. And it happened yesterday. Yesterday. Last Ooh. night at 5.30 in the uh. evening, Jay was bouncing on a trampoline and he was doing a particularly awesome flip and he was going to land on his head. And oh, so no. he decided he did not want to land on his head. So he stuck both of his arms out and landed on his arms, his arm, oh. his right arm bent in a weird angle in a weird way. He heard something pop in his arm. <laughs> and the next thing I knew, cause I was inside, I just hear him scream my name. Dad! and he yelled it so loud and so scary like that i thought maybe his friend who was bouncing with him had hurt themselves because Uh. like it was that kind of an emergency well anyway he's crying and bawling and and uh and and i go over and i'm trying nothing looks like it's out of place nothing's you know with jenna when she broke her arm it was obvious it was bent Uh you know but there was nothing swelling, nothing getting out of place. His wrist said it hurt. If he turned his wrist, he said it hurt. If he tried to bend his elbow, it hurt. He said he kept saying it hurts on the inside of my elbow. And I'm like, that's such oh. a weird place. Well, oh. uh, you know, to me, I'm guessing it's a sprain. But anyway, we go to the emergency room. And, yeah. we, and we got right in, thank God. There was nobody in the waiting room. There was nobody... Uh, you know, they, they got us right in there and they gave him wow. some Tylenol and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, 
uh, they they did x-rays. They did two sets of x-rays, one on his elbow and one on his wrist. And it was just torture for the poor guy oh, yeah. um, because they had him stretching it out in weird ways. And I just mm. had to hear him cry through the whole thing. But I got to stand in the booth with the person taking the pictures and I got to see the x-rays up on the computer screen. And with Jenna, I got the same thing. I mean, me and Jen were both actually back there and you could see immediately where the brakes were but in this oh, one man. i couldn't see anything i was like maybe he's fine well anyway they send us back to our room and then the doctor comes in a little later and he says okay there are two bones in the forearm the ulna and the radius and one of them yeah. goes across the top and you can see the little bone poking out near the elbow he says and there's another one that goes up underneath and it has what we call a neck and a head. And mm -hmm. they said the head of the interior bone has been knocked off. It is, <sighs> it is broken. <laughs> and he said, it's really weird. It's really weird. Oh, no. You don't want to hear a doctor say that. Yeah. He said, it's really odd because usually you break both. And, and, and <sighs> you don't usually break your elbow. You know, it's, it's your arm or it's your, your upper arm or, you know, some, your hand, your fingers, you know, something like that. So yeah, just the cap of, of the top of one of his bones just snapped mm. off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, John. Uh, so, um, they, they, they put up, uh, uh, an IV in him and they're getting him ready to set the bone and they put him under. And I told you all of that to tell you that it took him about half an hour to get it done. And the nurse comes running to the emergency room. She says, is he like a big outspoken kind of, you know, witty kind of guy? And I'm like, no, he's actually really kind of quiet a lot of times, especially if you don't know him. He goes, well, you need to come because he is in rare form. And I, <laughs> we, we kind of dashed down the hallway and I knew I needed to get my phone out. And I yeah. did. And, and man, I'm going to tell you, the boy went on for a half hour with some of the craziest <laughs> stuff I've ever heard. The first thing he said to me when he saw me, he says, hey, hey, hey. And I'm like, hey, buddy. He says, hey, am I hungry? And Because like, <laughs> it was way past dinner time. We were supposed to eat about six. And, and at this point, it's like eight, eight thirty, you know, am I hungry? Am I hungry? And he couldn't tell me that. And then he, <laughs> then he starts going, then he starts going, beep, 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 beep. He goes, I'm, I'm a computer. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Oh, man. He gets real serious all of a sudden. He freezes and his eyes get real big. He says, Dad, do you see the minions too? <laughs> he was really worried. And I looked up and luckily there were minion stickers on the ceiling because I was getting a little freaked out at that point. I said, yeah, I see the minions. <laughs> Dad, did I pee myself? He says, <laughs> <laughs> and i said no not that i know him. oh good and i found out the reason for that later on is when he was all sane and back to normal and we were riding home he's like dad can we get home quick i have to pee so bad i've had to pee since we got here <laughs> <laughs> and he never wanted to say anything the whole time so oh in, in, in the middle of his crazy waking up you know 
craze. One of his oh, worries man. was, did he pee himself? And I'm like, no, you didn't. Uh, I, I don't know how he didn't actually. Cause yeah. he, he held it all the way through that, that dreamlike sleep that they put even him even in. while he was sedated. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So he's got the bladder of a, of a monster. <laughs> did I wet myself? <laughs> did I wet myself, Dad? <laughs> And, 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 and I'm like trying to answer his questions and he would, he would start the next question before I would answer the last one. And one time I was answering something about what was behind my head. And I think it was a light and he goes, you're mean. He just says, you're mean. And I like, I'm, I'm what? He goes, how do you spell it? I'm going to spell what? How do you spell mean? And I start to go and he goes, M-E-A-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-
and Jay go Jay ruins it. He goes, I heard about him on The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's, he's watched The Simpsons through like three times the entire 30 year series. Wow. Uh, I heard about him on The Simpsons. So there goes that. My son's just dumb kid, you know. Because then he goes, his, 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 uh, Stephen Hawking's chair has a helicopter in it. I'm like, okay, oh, that's no. from the animation. That is not real. So, uh, or is it? First, he's the late Stephen Hawking now, but maybe he did have a. Oh, the, the best oh part God. though is is eventually after a half hour of filming, I have a half wow. hour of content. Uh, I, I put down the camera and just sat with him because he was starting to come around. He was still seeing double uh, of everything because he would argue with me. He's like. There's uh, four, there's four dogs on that TV. I'm like, no, there's two. No, there's four dogs, and and it was just you know the most. But but right in the <laughs> middle of it all, he he looks at me and goes, "Thanks, Dad, for being here with me." And I said, Aww. "I said you're welcome. I love you, bud." And then he went off crazy again. Something, you know, <laughs> something so about amazing. hornets or bees. But for a minute there, he was he was hungry, good. Dad. Yeah, am I hungry? That was the first thing he said because. And he and he turned out he wasn't hungry, but we brought That's him. So awesome! We brought him home, and we've got a week that uh, till they put a cast on him. They're they're going to take some more X rays. They're going to make sure that piece yeah. has stayed in place. Oh man! Um, and if it moves, then there's surgery involved. If it stays still, then we're good, and we can put a cast on it. But uh, yeah, that was my adventure. We were supposed to be recording. Red school bus and and going out to eat afterwards, and we ended up in the emergency room for most mm. of the evening. But he even yeah, he's asking Yikes. me all kinds of questions. Though it was great that BBB on my computer. Are we are we are we, we going to stay the night here? I'm like, no, no, we're going home. Okay, <laughs> sounds like you've got an episode of Red School Bus already taken oh, care yeah. of. All I need all to you do, have to do is pull the audio, pull the, pull the transcript, yeah, and just. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I should just play the audio. I should. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I I can't tell you how many videos I've watched on YouTube of people coming coming out of surgery and just the crazy stuff that they say. I mean, there's like a whole videos dedicated oh, just yeah. to that. Yeah, the lady, and, uh, <laughs> the the wait the waitress, the the nurse. She's like, it never gets old. She said, it never gets oh, old. What these these kids will say. And I was so afraid. I, I I couldn't help but think, what if I was in that situation? What kind of stuff would I come up with? Would I? Because yeah. because I was afraid. I kept being afraid he was going to say something like, "Hey, you're fat. You're the fattest person I ever saw." You know? Because right. th that's just as honest and just as real. And and at that point, you couldn't have blamed him for saying something about somebody like that. But you know what? What in the world would I say? Would I start talking right. about inappropriate things? Would I? <laughs> that's you know? what I'm afraid of. <laughs> I'd be scared to death. <laughs> yeah, because you know all the all the stops are out. Yeah, you know? it, it was literally if it was in his brain or coming into his eyes, it was out of his mouth. That that's how fast it was. It's like his mouth couldn't keep up with the amount of words that he wanted to say. He kept saying, "I don't think I'm going to remember this. Is that normal?" And <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yep. I hope you don't remember it because it's going to be funnier when you watch it later. Oh, so yeah, I, uh, yeah, I might do that for Red School Bus. Just do a do an intro and play that audio. There you go. That you will have a lot of crossover listeners if you do. I bet because everybody <laughs> in the chat room is like, you play us the audio. 
<laughs> do it. Uh, well, anyway, that was that. Let's do some listener stories. All right, this one's called Attic Ants. It's brought to us from Gwen, who's age 11 from Minnesota. And this is another story that I was telling you about before the show that it blows my mind that an 11-year-old can outright a middle schooler as far as grammar and and, and all that. So here we go. Hi, James and John, or, or other co-hosts. This is a story about me and my dad and my aunt as children that my grandma told me about. So when my dad was about 12 and my aunt was 10, they decided they wanted to build sugar cube houses. I had never Mm. heard of a sugar cube house, but maybe it's just me that doesn't know about them. It's probably something from their day. You know, I think I remember doing something project kind of thing. Yeah. Because sugar cubes, you can, they're like little tiny bricks and you can build stuff. Yeah. So my grandma being an amazing mom went and got them sugar cubes so they could build a mansion of sugar cubes fit for a king. Uh, Mm. their mom left to go to the store and they said they could start making the houses. So they spent some time building these houses with passion, but like any child would do thinking no harm would come of it. They set the sugary masterpieces into the side attic there. Mom forgot about them and, and they did too. Well, they Mm. had, they, they started to get carpenter ants crawling in lines up the walls Ah. on the ceiling and everywhere in between. They looked everywhere, trying to find the source of the problem, but found nothing. They tried poison and all sort of bug killing mechanisms, but to no avail. This is a 11 year old writing this with no no avail, no avail, but they called it. I didn't even know what that word was when I was 11. (laughs) I know it. They called it. They called an exterminator. To get rid of the ants once and for all. And the exterminator knew that because people don't go in the attic, there's usually not a lot of ants found up there. So he goes in the attic and finds a huge black object. But upon further inspection, sees it isn't a black object. It is, in fact, a white object covered with hundreds and thousands of carpenter ants. My skin is crawling, she says. I had to go take a break to get myself under control. (laughs) (laughs) The exterminator gets rid of most of the ants, but there are so many he has to come back a second time. No way. I hope this made y'all cringe, though. Hope you put this on the show. There's that 11-year-old Gwen, age 11, from Minnesota. (laughs) Oh, I can totally relate with that. You know, seeing something that you think is just like a a black trash strip bag or something on the ground, and then you get closer to it and realize it's just millions of animals and ants crawling all over you. My skin would crawl too, Gwen. No, no, uh, no. At least there was a reason. At least they figured it out. How how annoying would that be? It just, I guess they would have gone away eventually once the house, the mansion was eaten up by <laughs> sugar cubes. Uh, well, <laughs> what is that? A, a house for ants? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what movie was that from? That was from uh, Zoolander. Thank you. Yeah, so yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, awesome. It's a I think I ants. quoted it wrong. Yeah, it's okay. School for ants, kids can't fit in there. <laughs> uh, hey, I got a story for you. Speaking of school, this is Lucy writing into us, writing to us. Called about that fresh, clean feeling. You want to hear it? Yeah, I kind of don't, but because I've read it okay. already, but I'm gonna do it anyway, just because. Okay. 
this kind of violates one of the one of the rules, but it it kind of doesn't at the same time. Yeah, but. it's worse than one of the rules actually. <laughs> but anyway, okay. here we go. Before we start the story, I would like to say, don't use my name. <laughs> uh, and I and Lucy is not her name. No, it's, it's not. not. No, I okay. changed it. Names have been changed to protect the innocent. So uh, I won't say my brother's name. I have a brother. He's a new listener, and the story is about him. One day he was eating lunch. Can you call him Lucifer? We'll call him Lucifer. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Lucifer has false teeth. <laughs> is he related to your mom? <laughs> has false teeth. And one of his false teeth came out and he swallowed it. Gulp. Now he wanted the tooth back. So to do that, he decided to do his number two no. <laughs> Walmart bag. No. So specific Walmart bag number yeah. two. And to and and in that bag he would of course search for the tooth. So he got out a pair of his rubber gloves uh, and put them on and started feeling through the bag uh, for any hard items. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, believe it or not, he found that tooth. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. Part. That's the worst part of the story. Yeah, is, is that he found it. If he hadn't found it, the story would have been better. But he found no, it. He would- so he so now I thought well maybe it'll be in the next load. Yeah. He, so now you imagine you, how, yeah. mm. So now continue now that he has found the tooth. The tooth has been found. So when he found it, he washed it no. with bleach. No. Peroxide. No. Tooth cleaner. I don't care. And then no. he put it back in. No, you don't. You don't do that. <laughs> no, he did. He did put it back in. Ah. According to Lucy, Lucifer put the tooth back in his thing. You know, got, that's a complete cycle. I, I need to do a poll right now of, of all of the listeners, all 9,000 of you. Uh, how many of you guys are on my team that say the tooth should have just stayed lost forever? <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. I it, Let's go pay the $200. It, it, let's do a GoFundMe. Let's do something to raise the money. <laughs> I lost my tooth to a very unfortunate swallowing accident. Yeah. And I will not retrieve it. Please save me from my plan A, which is to go <laughs> number two in a Walmart bag and go fishing for it. I would I would give a lot of money to that campaign. <laughs> I would, you know what, son? Here's here's five dollars. Yeah. Here's whatever you just let me know how 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 close you get. To your goal, and I'll just make up the difference. <laughs> oh, that's what kind of giver man. I would be, because I would not want that to have to happen. But go ahead, finish the this terrible Lucy story. Says, if you need more details, let me know. No, no, we're good. <laughs> oh, we're good. Yeah. So please use this story soon because he's been listening to your older stories. He went back and started at number one. And he obviously went number two, and now he's getting close to catching up. And I'd like to see if he can figure out the stories about him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'll know. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they this happened when they were really young. No, and they're like no. later in their their years. Oh yeah, I remember that one time you took a dump in a Walmart bag looking for your tooth. Here's my guess. My <laughs> guess is that Lucy and Lucifer are both old. Okay, they're they're like you know 55 plus. And this okay. happened in the four in their forties. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. And, and not, <laughs> well, here's, here's the part that bothers me the most though. 
Okay, put yourself into Lucifer's shoes for just a second. All right, you swallow your tooth. All right, and mm-hmm. let's just go ahead and say you've decided I'm going to poop in a bag, and mm-hmm. I'm going to find this thing. I'm going to. I'm going to. This is how I'm going to do this. And so you do. Mm-hmm. You poop in the bag. You freaking put on your glove. You go mushing through your mush mush, oh, and you find it. You clean it. You sterilize what? it. You're happy with the level of decontamination. You place it into yeah. your face again. And then you go tell your sister about it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, I found my poop tooth. (laughs) That's the part I don't understand is you keep that crap to yourself. Literally, (laughs) you don't tell anybody about your super secret poop tooth. (coughs) Excuse me. Man, oh. that's the second time I've had to pull myself away from this microphone because I've been <laughs> laughing so hard I started coughing. Oh. I uh, don't know. Yeah, there's a good show title, huh? Poop Tooth. Okay. <laughs> if you think so. No. People oh. will not listen to this, this story show. <laughs> they'll think they've gone back to their old ways and yeah. they'll never listen again. Anyway, this is a story. A voicemail from Brother Justice called Llamacorn, and I've been waiting to listen to this and share this with you. Here we go. Hi, That Story Show family. This is Brother Justice down in Florida. I wanted to share a quick story about my wife and Valentine's Day last year. My wife's an extreme animal lover. We've got one dog here at the house, but she likes the unusual animals like sloths and llamas (laughs) and alpacas. And so last Valentine's Day, I had spotted an ad for a local petting zoo farm uh, that rescues these kind of animals that have just sort of been given away or mistreated. And Mm -hmm. then they uh, try to introduce them to children via parties and uh, events where they will go out and showcase the animals. And so the lady had set up a website and said that she was going to do llamagrams for Valentine's Day and she was going to dye this llama pink and dress it up as a llama corn. Well, as soon as I saw that, I knew that this would win me major brownie points with my <laughs> wife and would be the best Valentine's gift I had gotten her in over 20 years of marriage, to which that was the exact response. She says it can't be outdone ever again. And so now I have set the bar so high that I will never achieve greatness again. So anyway, it was an epic fail in that respect. But I wanted to tell you guys about her visit to my wife's bank where my wife's a branch manager and uh, they bring the llama in my wife's completely unexpected of it coming in and as soon as this pink llama corn walks through the door my wife gets giddy and runs (laughs) to the door laughing and going oh my oh my and she is so excited to see uh, this animal well this animal does not respond to that excitedness very well and she begins to uh, empty her bladder right there (laughs) on the bank floor inside there in front of the few customers and other employees that are there well they quickly clean that up and she continues to visit my wife uh, in her office for a few minutes and then they decide they're going to go outside for pictures they go outside for pictures and people are walking up coming into the bank and wanting to have their picture taken uh, with the llama 
And about the third or fourth person who came up, the Lama then gets so excited and begins to uh, do the other bodily function oh. out all over uh, the sidewalk. And so oh, it's candy this, flavored. Uh, scene was it's candy flavored. Uh, the equivalent of as if we were going to have a pond full of finless brown minnows. Uh, let me say that it was quite interesting. Not quite sure if this will make it on the show, as there's been a recent boycott of bodily functions, but it seems, based on John's attic issues, that possibly animal bodily functions are okay, so I thought I'd try. Anyway, if it gets on the show, make sure to email me, and I'll be putting a picture up of the llama corn on the Discord server. Talk to you guys Um, later. All right. So he did, in fact, uh, share a llama corn picture last week and unfortunately that was the week we didn't read a story and we you know i told him we would but it is everything you could imagine it's a big pink llama uh with a with a unicorn horn stuck up on its forehead and his wife is absolutely beaming and uh it's it's great (laughs) corns how how do i mean how do you bring a llama into a bank? I don't know, but it didn't work it's out very well. Oh, oh man, I that that's incredible. I, I just scrolled back up and, and looked at the uh, the the llama corn there. We should probably see if we get them to post that on on Facebook or something. But man, <laughs> wow, uh, that that's awesome. And yeah, he won some serious brownie points there. I'm sure. Oh yeah, you can never you can never uh, beat that. Unless you get an alpaca or a sloth involved. <laughs> sloth corn. Yeah, an alpaca corn. Anyway, who trained who? This come to us from Sarah Cleaver. Hey, James and John, I love the show. I look forward to listening to it every week. It is so encouraging to know that there is a clean, entertaining, and funny podcast out there. So thank oh. you for all that you both do. Well, yeah. you're welcome. I thought of a story that I felt you would appreciate, so here we go. I got married in 2018 to my husband, Micah. The first first place we lived in after we got married was a small apartment, which was on the top floor of an apartment building. There were a lot of open, uh, there was a lot of open land as well as a wooded area surrounding our apartment complex. This meant that many different kinds of animals and birds would find their way into our complex. My husband loves birds. He has his falconry license. So he, Ooh, he, loves, sounds- he loves birds more than anybody. So you have a license. Got a whole license just for falcons. And uh, he noticed that a female mockingbird frequented their balcony. So he decided he was going to try to train the bird using raisins in an attempt to get her to show up anytime that he was outside on the balcony. So He eventually trained her not only with the raisins, but also by tapping on a glass three times. You can train birds to respond to sounds by making a specific sound of your choice and then quickly placing a piece of food out for them to take. So one day, I I know it, (laughs) find me a mockingbird. Uh, See if I can train my sons that way. Yeah. Just tap on the glass three times and, you know, they do number two on the floor. I don't know. (laughs) Here you go, Johnny. (laughs) Because uh, I've trained my dogs to ring a bell to go to the bathroom, so maybe you could train your kids the same way. I don't know. Uh, one day, I was home alone, and I was sitting on the floor of our living room with my back against the couch, and I was watching TV. I had the patio door open to let in some air, and I started hearing a noise that I didn't recognize. I stood up to see what was making that noise, and when I stood, I saw the mockingbird 
was standing in our on our dining room table in the house. Since I had been sitting on the floor, our other living room furniture blocked my view of the patio door, and I had not seen her fly in. She tapped a glass that was on the table three times. She looked at me and then tilted her head back and forth. We stood there for a second <laughs> no and just looked at each other. I'm pretty sure I was almost in shock for a moment at what I was seeing. She tapped the glass three times again. So then she flew across the room, landed on our kitchen island, and <laughs> stared at me, very confused as to what in the world was going on and how I was going to get this bird out of the apartment. I called my husband and told him that his new bird friend had made her way into the apartment. Um, after asking him how to get rid of this bird without having to approach it or come close to her at all, he casually said, oh, the tapping means she's hungry. Just put a raisin outside and she'll leave. So eager to rid my living room of this bird, I placed a raisin outside. She did exactly what he said she would, and she flew right out of the patio door, and I quickly closed it behind her. <laughs> I don't think I kept that uh that door opened much after that experience. I hope you enjoyed the story of my bird whispering husband and his trained mockingbird. Thanks, Sarah Cleaver. That's why I, I, I called it who trained who, because he trained the bird and then the bird comes in and trains his wife to give him That's a raisin. So the, the bird just knocking on or tapping on the glass. That's three, insane. Three times. Yeah. That's ding, ding. It's crazy. That's so cool. I want, I, I really want to try that. I, I'm not good with animals like that, but Johnny, my, my oldest son, he, he, I don't know how he does it, but you know, animals will come up to him and, and like be friendly. Wow. Whereas me, they want to bite my leg off. I don't, he just, I don't know. He's got that animal. He should go into whatever it is that doctors that take veterinarian. He should be a veterinarian, there right? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Animal whispers. No, that's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic story you could train squirrels skunks alpacas you know sloths yeah. uh, uh, llama corns whatever that would be great maybe i can get uh, johnny to train the squirrels to stop eating the the bird food out of the bird feeder yeah <laughs> good luck i train them how to not to eat out of there with by shooting them with a baby gun that's that's the Just redneck kidding. way that's the redneck way so <laughs> I don't know. I think they use 22, DNT. <laughs> explosions. Well, I got a story for you. It comes to us from Vera Beck from California. We, we got a lot of California listeners, huh? Yeah, we do. We do actually. Like, that's awesome. I love California. It's a beautiful state. Uh, this is called sneeze demons. Hi, James and John or whoever's there. It's us. It's always us. This yeah. is Vera from California. And I'm a huge fan of the show. And it's amazing. And I've enjoyed every episode. Thank you so much for creating it. I'm going to be in high school next year, which means that I'm basically finished with middle school. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes, that passage, rite of passage is very, very uh, exciting, I know. But when I first started reading this, I was not reading this like it was a a freshly uh, removed from middle school person. In fact, it doesn't read like that at all. Right. Kudos to you, Vera, for being a very well-written young person. Or high schooler. Yes. Yes, of course, it means that this is middle school drama. And I think that I have a story that encompasses the middle school boy in its entirety. Oh, yes. This should be very good. So when I so I was in my seventh grade history class learning about the origins of modern day superstitions, which all had roots in medieval 
uh, Europe, apparently. One such superstition is the reason behind why we say bless you when someone sneezes. So apparently when you sneeze, your heart stops for like 0. 0.00001 seconds. Um, I don't know how to say that in its proper yeah, term. Yeah, I either. At a millionth or, no, yeah. I guess a thousandth, I don't know. Uh, well, anyway. it goes hundreds, thousands, millions, billionths. So a billionth of a second. Okay. Sounds good to me. Okay, I know that probably isn't true, but keep in mind that this is also the teacher who told us that the Jews were never actually slaves in Egypt and that story in the actual Bible was just a myth. Okay. Well, it sounds like they need to replace some of their teachers. I, I don't <laughs> know. There's public school for you, I guess. I don't know. Okay, so your heart almost, most likely just slows down for a second or two, but whatever. This is not important. So in a medieval person's brain, this means that you're basically dead for less than a second, but still giving a demon enough time to enter and take over <laughs> your body. Of course. That's all it so takes. You're dead for a brief second, and that's when the demons come in. Yep. So the reason that a medieval person would say, bless you, is to prevent that demon from taking over the person's body when they sneezed. That's very interesting. I did not know that. Ah, yeah. No, I'd heard that a long time ago, but my, my uh, introduction to it was that that was you expelling demons when you sneezed. Oh. And so that's why people would say bless you because you were getting rid of them. Okay. But wow. what do I know? Just a died in the wool Pentecostal. I don't know anything about demons. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. You did. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we got stories there, I'm sure. Oh, Lord. Yes. Well, this tradition uh, still continues to this day. So as we were leaving class after that lesson, one of the boys just randomly asked, but not in front of everyone. He says, so if I fart, does that mean a demon will go up my butt? <laughs> All the boys around him started laughing, and the girls who heard him were trying to hold their laughs and act like mature seventh grade girls. Mm. It didn't work, though, because unfortunately, we're all still kids at heart. That's right, Vera. We are. That's true. And even when you're 45 like myself, you're still a kid at heart. But yeah, this, is, uh, this story is what I think fully encompasses the seventh grade boy. I hope you enjoyed the story and keep up the great work. Well, Vera, you keep up the great writing work. Congrats, and thank you for the great story. All right. Oh, there we go. Seventh grade boys. Yeah, seventh grade boys are interesting. Yeah. It's like there's a couple of years where their brains actually stop working, I think. I I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think a boy's brain starts working until he's 25. <laughs> I that's, think that's, that's my I think theory. Like, it never starts working until they're about 25. And then it's like, okay, now, now he's eligible to, like, get married and, and actually be you know, responsible for mm -hmm. the health and safety of other people, you know, until then, no, oh, dude, this is the first time in the whole <laughs> podcast that I'm about to sneeze on the show. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. I, 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 I think I just talked myself out of it, but boy, my nose feels really weird. Oh, anyway, that is our story. That is our show. And that is it. Do you have a funny life story? Send your stories, email or audio to thatstoryshow at gmail.com. And if we use your story, we owe you a sticker. Email us your address, 
thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. We always love those. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Dave O'Keefe, Yanu Streetspec, and Carrie Wright. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today, like a whole nother podcast called Stories That We Couldn't Do on the Show. Uh, Patreon.com slash that story show. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed. Just think, hey, tap that glass three times because this story belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. See you, John. Thanks for another great show, dude. Thanks, Aim. Always. I hate I hate that I missed that sneeze. I talked myself through it though. I, I've never been able to do that before. Mm. But it means that that the demons are still there. <laughs> or, or or they or they won't ever be there because it just depends on your theology. Yeah, it's true. I, I think they're there and and I was supposed to have gotten rid of them. That's what I think. So You know what Martin Luther the Reformer would say no. about he believed that farting kept demons away. So oh, really? That's what I heard. That's that's good preaching. <laughs> Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.